Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hey, my lovely teacher, and welcome to the last episode of 2022. Can you believe it? I can't really. This year has been very special. It has been monumental, I've got to say. So many things have changed. So many things have happened, mainly good things. Uh, There were lots of lessons learned. There was lots of um, things that made me change my perspective, change my business, change my priorities. And I'm grateful for all of that. But I've decided to record this episode to talk to you about things that I wish somebody had told me in December 2021. So I could be a bit smarter about what I was doing in 2022 this year. So I'm hoping that by hearing all of this advice and all my lessons with examples on how that can manifest for you in your teaching life, in your life in general and in your business, and that you're going to be that much smarter about that in 2023. So the first and the most important piece of advice, and I've even said that to one of my clients recently, um, that I should be charging for this advice. Because honestly, if I could tell you one thing, it would probably be that. Trust yourself. Listen relentlessly. Listen to yourself and trust your inner voice. Because basically, it's not woo. It's not spiritual at all. Um, your inner voice is a collection of your experiences, a collection of data that you've been collecting your whole life. So there is a reason why it's there. There is a reason why it's telling you something. The only caveat here that I'm going to have for you is to try and differ between try and um like kind of realize where the difference is between fear and intuition. Because very often, especially when you are not used to trusting yourself and listening to your gut and always asking for answers or like looking for answers externally, that you might mistake fear for intuition. So your inner voice might be telling you, oh, I shouldn't put out that post because it's going to go badly. I, if, if, that's the case. If you often feel like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that because something bad might happen, that might be one sign of it being a fear. Um, If I could describe to you what trusting yourself and like really deeply knowing what's good for you, it would feel calm. It would feel like some inner knowing that, yep, 
I'm just going to do it. And it's not something that pops up in your head multiple times. It's not something that you marinate on. It's something that usually just comes and is very, very calm and relaxing. And you just know, yep, that student, yep, I'm going to work with them. Or that idea, yep. That's the thing I want to focus on now. That's the course I want to kind of put out into the world because I just know it needs to be tested. So you will feel like that, that calmness. However, if it's fear, then you will feel much more frantic. You will feel much more like, you know, afraid of something, which creates a very physiological um, reaction in your body as well. It kind of might make you uh, a bit sick, Like definitely when I'm afraid, I'm a bit sick or like I have headaches and things like that. So this is what you can use to see whether you're really trusting yourself. And that's my biggest piece of advice. Just start listening to yourself rather than coming to me, rather than uh, asking your partner, your friend, your sister, whether do you think it's a good idea? Ask yourself that question first. Ask yourself and see what the first answer is that comes to mind. This one is, there is there is a reason why people say, yeah, listen to that first voice. Yes, you need to learn how to do it, but it's such a useful skill, honestly. When you learn how to do it, you much more likely are going to experiment, are going to step out of your comfort zone, are going to be not afraid of the consequences of your actions because you know, whatever you do, everything is going to end up well. So trust yourself. The next thing is, um, I always say that I'm an anti-perfectionist, but then on the other hand, I also have to admit that I'm a bit of a workaholic and that I work a lot. But then I see some method in this madness and what I found out and what I've been blaming myself uh, over is that um, I've always felt kind of guilty that I never saw quality as superior to quantity. I always thought, yeah, whatever, it just needs to get done. It doesn't matter how. I kind of always been um, that person. But then I literally realized that, no, it's not about the fact that I don't care about quality. It's something that I work on, but in a completely different way. Because my motto um, has recently become quantity leads to quality. So basically, the more of something that you do, the better quality it will become. And I think the biggest uh, example of that is my social media. The more I am there, the more I learn what works, what makes makes people tick, what makes uh, me excited, the better the outcome. So it's not about killing yourself in the process and trying to do as much as possible. Absolutely not. It's about that knowing that the more you do it, so it might take time, it might take practice, but just that deeply reassuring thought um, to realize for you is that the more you do it, the better it will become. And it's a fantastic thought to have because then you will see that, yep, I don't know how to do it yet. I have the thousands of I have thousands of questions, but just telling yourself that if I start, 
If I start even with like literally the worst kind of thing, it will get better. Even the second time, think about the 10th time when you do it, whether it is a social media post, whether it is a conversation with someone, whether it is a sales call with a potential student, whatever it is, you will get better naturally. The next thing, and this is um, especially when it comes to business, um, is I want you and I would have wanted myself to own the fact, because I knew it, but I, I don't think I owned it, the fact that I can set my own rules in a business. Business, being a business owner, being a, let's say, even a freelancer, means in most cases that you are the one who is responsible for those rules. And actually owning that means that you are in charge and it's beautiful. Yes, it can be overwhelming if you don't know what to do with that power. But when you actually own it, you realize, hey, I can work whenever I want. I can work with whoever I want. I can teach whatever I want. I can use materials that I want. I can have an Instagram profile or not. I can have a website or not. I can do whatever I want because it's my business and my rules. I can also work with a coach or I can figure things out and I can make a plan for the future. I can do literally whatever my heart desires because it's also related to trusting yourself. Um, it's just that responsibility you take for, yep, this is the time where there won't be anybody to tell me how to do it. I have to set it up for myself so that I'm happy, so that it brings me satisfaction, money, students, whatever there is that I want. For me, the ultimate uh, goal is always joy. I've realized and I've been reading a fantastic book about it, actually, uh, that joy has been my greatest, greatest goal. Honestly, if I feel joy as a result of an action that I take in my business, whether it is putting out an Instagram story or sending an email or deciding to work with somebody or deciding not to work with somebody or saying no to, a, to an online event that I've been invited to, I know that if the result is me feeling content, feeling content and joyful, then yep, that's it. Because from joy, there are so many things that follow. There is uh, like this feeling of satisfaction. There is the feeling of, yep, I feel like everything is falling into place. And that's literally um, the ultimate like level of happiness, I would say. The other thing I wanted to mention is that um, when you know that when you finally own that you uh, are there to set the rules, that it's you who has to who has the power to set the rules, you also need to decide what you want. And I know it's such a cliche, just so many like, you know, inspirational quotes on Instagram say just decide what you want set your goals I talk about setting goals all the time but it's not easy it you actually have to dig quite deep to realize what you want so spend some time deciding what you want because to be perfectly honest with you I didn't know what I wanted last year it were it was either too big or too small. So I was like, I was, I think I threw myself into either being 
uh, unsatisfied because the goals I set for myself were too small or um, I was risking being very disappointed because when you set yourself goals that are literally unachievable in your circumstances, then you will naturally blame yourself for not achieving them. So spend time on thinking what your intentions are. Do you next year want to have more time, more freedom? Do you want to carve out time to have Fridays off in your business? Do you want to create a situation, situation when you're able to, where you're able to quit your job so that you can be fully um, engaged in your business? Is that the goal? Break it down into steps. What will need to happen financially? What will need to happen with your time so that you can achieve it? So see where that will take you. And then what I would say is that one of the biggest mistakes, and that's one of the things that uh, I think a lot of people do, especially perfectionists, I think, is that they set very high expectations of themselves. They put a lot of pressure on, the, on themselves and they kind of can never learn the lesson, can never see that when you set high expectations of yourself, then it's not motivating it's not really motivating. It's, I know the, the, the why that is behind the goal that you might set for yourself might be motivating, but the expectation isn't. Because if you expect too much of yourself in your life situation and your circumstances, and you don't achieve something, you are going to beat yourself up for it. So, Instead of that, maybe try the opposite approach. Set low expectations. Have goals. Absolutely, have ambitious goals. But set low expectations and be pleasantly surprised if more happens, if you're able to achieve more. Because this is actually, um, I think, related to neuroscience. If you're able to achieve a small goal, it will be much more motivating and it will tell your brain, hey, let's try and figure out something bigger. Let's try and do a little bit more. So try that approach. I think I, I am a bit of a mix uh, between the two. I sometimes set too big um, of a goal for myself and I blame myself for not achieving it or I just set too many small goals that don't actually matter and I'm like oh I could do something else and something else something else and things pile up and I just can never stop so that's also another trap and another thing um and that's, I'm, I'm saying that to myself, but I hope that some of you can resonate here. Honestly, Ola, take more fucking care of yourself. Self-care is not luxury. Self-care is absolutely essential. I am the golden goose. I am my best, biggest, most important asset in this business and in this life. I am the most important person in my own life. I know. Does it sound selfish? No. Because nobody is, will be ever responsible for you as much as you are. So you need to take care of your body, your mind, your soul, from so on so so many different layers and levels of your hum humanity that if you don't do it nobody's going to do it for you so for me that will mean taking more breaks that will mean stopping when i've said i would stop that will mean 
actually moving my body. That will mean eating more healthily because I've been eating crap and my brain craves sugar when I work too much with my brain. So basically, I sometimes think, oh, but I shouldn't be tired or I shouldn't be hungry. But then I realize I do so much thinking, I do so much strategizing that my brain then needs sugar. And it's mad, isn't it? So you need to start recognizing. It's also taking care of yourself is developing self-awareness of things that trigger you, of things that don't serve you. I totally know now so many things that I didn't know a year ago um, about myself and about what doesn't serve me. And I'm better able to cater for my own needs. But it does take time. And it is sometimes very wobbly and it is sometimes a massive struggle but I would have told myself that nobody is judging me as much as I am nobody is watching over my shoulder whether I've done this one more thing that I thought I that I said I wouldn't do today um it's just about sometimes admitting that rest is as important as the thing that I've got to do and I'm not letting anybody down. So let me know if that resonates, by the way, because I would love to hear that I'm not the only one who is putting that that much pressure on themselves. Um, The other thing is I would want to know that it's okay and that it's actually very human to feel bad, to feel sad, to feel uncomfortable and to be afraid. That the goal is not for us to, for whatever it takes, remove those feelings. Because if we try and remove them, we're going to try and escape from situations that are trying to teach us something, actually. So whenever I'm afraid, I'm looking for a message there. Why am I afraid of this? Why are my hands sweaty? Why am I having such a physical reaction to something? This is a message from my body that it's afraid of something. And I always try now to see where that comes from. Does it come from come from the fact that I don't know what's going to happen? Or does it come from a story that my brain has created around what might happen, which is not necessarily true? So what I've tried this year, it wasn't always successful, but to pause and think, okay, so if I do this, if I raise the price, let's say, of my service, And if I'm afraid of this, what is it telling me? Is it telling me uh, to not do it because... Is my body telling me not to do it because it's afraid of what's going to happen or or for some other reason? And more often than not, I realize that very often those fears have no base, literally. They are just fears. So I've learned to be afraid and just do stuff anyway. Honestly, there is no such thing. If somebody ever tells you, don't be afraid, don't be, don't cry, don't be sad. Honestly, tell them to shut up because that's not the way it's supposed to be. I've stopped telling my son not to cry. I mean, I do sometimes very much impulsively because that's how we are wired. We feel uncomfortable with other people's uncomfortable feelings. But if you can give yourself space not to um, tell yourself, 
or not to tell yourself, get a grip, stop being such a crybaby or stop worrying about it, you are actually probably making the situation worse. Yeah, worry about it. You're a human. You are worried about what people are going to think about you when you put out this reel. You are worried about what people are going to think if you raise your price, if they're going to leave or not. It's human, but do it anyway, because otherwise you're never going to find out what will happen. And even me, you could ask me for my, for advice and I could give you all sorts of advice. But to be perfectly honest, I don't know your audience. I don't know you. And I honestly cannot predict everything. So the more you trust that, yep, I'm going to do it anyway and see what happens, the better for you. And once again, And that's the last piece of advice I wish somebody had given me last year. Something that uh, I've already said, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, Something that would have prevented me asking questions that I actually knew the answers to. That I wasted time on marinating. That I wasted energy um, looking answers uh, while looking the answers for. It's trusting myself. I literally, 99,99999% of cases, I know the answers to everything that I'm trying to do. I know the answer and very often the answer creates even more uncertainty. For example, something is telling me, yep, I'm going to remove that course. I'm not going to run it again. And something inside me is telling me, yeah, it's the right decision. I don't know what the outcome will be. But the maturity here is not thinking, oh, but what if the outcome is so negative? It's training yourself not to be afraid of this outcome, not to be like put off by this outcome, because whatever happens, it's trusting that everything will be okay, that everything will fall into place anyway even if there is some sort of form of failure involved in whatever you do in 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 your social media presence in your um like whatever your offers that you put out in an email that you send you might be thinking but like i would want to have a website or i would want to start an email newsletter right and so many clients recently have told me but i don't know what to write about and i'm like I understand that struggle. I totally understand because it's not like I always know what to say. But there is um, the months of practice. So it's getting easier and easier to figure out what I could talk about. And it's not always a massive hit, by the way. Um, But it's also, it always comes down to, okay, I don't know what to write about in my newsletters because I'm afraid that whatever I'm thinking of creating now won't be good enough. So what if you stopped thinking that anybody is judging it? What if you just tried? What if you just put something out there, whatever it is? Because I trust, I no, I don't trust. I know as a fact that you've got ideas. You're just afraid to put them out there. So... Listen to it to to that voice that tells you I don't know what to talk about. I mean, yeah, I understand that you want to think that every email that you send changes somebody's life. But if you're going to treat it like that, then it's going to be very hard for you 
It's going to put a lot of pressure on you. What if that wasn't the goal? What if the goal was, I'm going to try so that it can actually become easier and better with time? Hmm? Let me know. So this is it, basically, my lovely teacher. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you would add anything. Um, You can totally email me or message me and let me know if there is anything that you wish somebody had told you a year ago. What are you proud of this year? Because the fact that I wish somebody had told me all this advice doesn't mean that I'm not proud of myself this year. I'm extremely proud of myself. If I think... I did that little reflection and I uh, also encourage you you to do that. I actually thought about every month of 2022 and I found, my goal was to find at least one positive or like um, great, like impactful thing that happened in every month. And you know what I found out? That there were multiple things in each month. And it was quite incredible when I realized how many. So do that for yourself and see what happens as well. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, And what can I say? Thank you so much for being here. I'm rooting for you. I'm always here for you. So whenever you need a kick of motivation or a little bit of friendly (laughs) advice, uh, I'm always here. Okay. And I'm going to be here in the new year as well, in a new version with new things to offer with new forms of support. Um, there are lots of amazing things happening in the background at the moment in the Oleg Valska's headquarters. There is the website service. So we're going to be building websites for teachers. By the way, if you're interested, totally get in touch because that's going to roll out in January. And I've started talking about this a little bit. Um, it might mean that me and my husband will run a family business, which is honestly the most amazing thing ever. Uh, there will be changes in how uh, I deliver my coaching services. I will be doing much, much less one-to-one work. So if anybody wanted to work with me, uh, there is a chance to join my mastermind. So if uh, you were interested, you can also let me know and we can have a chat at the beginning of the new year. Um, And lots of other amazing things such as the rocket which is becoming a digital course now um with some life support uh so lots and lots and lots and i've got so many so many ideas that um are going to help you in so many different aspects of be building your teaching businesses language schools building teams building your social media presence honestly um I sometimes catch myself not writing it all down, but I need to because there's just so much goodness that I could still share and I know so many people still need it. It's also that trust that, guys, you will develop when you do it long enough. And let's be honest, I haven't been doing that it for that long. So a year and a half and I have deep, deep trust that I'm helping people. So if there is one thing that you can do is try and develop that trust in yourself and in the fact that you are important and that you are helping and that if you're hiding who you are, what you offer, then somebody there is suffering, literally. 
So with that optimistic and motivating, inspiring message, I wanted to wish you a wonderful, lovely uh, holiday season. I'm not going to say Christmas because I don't know if everybody celebrates. Uh, I hope you're going you're gonna to have lots of wonderful reflections uh, uh, around this year uh, or about this year that you're going to have some time to relax and rest and unwind and drink hot chocolate and just 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 notice how amazing it's been how amazing you have been all right i'm always here for you warm wishes lots of love and see you in 2023 It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers including my one-to-one coaching, my business foundation course The Rocket or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.